Arguments About Nothing is brought to you by Hurricane Season. Turns out, thunderstorms sound great in podcast audio. Welcome back to Arguments About Nothing. I'm Shelby Samsel. I'm Hannah Bennett. And it is storming here. And here. (laughs) So if you hear some pitter-patter in the background, um, we can't do anything about it. Yeah, and it, I don't even think it's going to be an if, Shelby. I think it's a when. I'm not a good enough uh, audio editor to isolate <laughs> background rain noises or yeah. the enormous peals of thunder that you're going to get from my end. Same. And because of scheduling conflicts, we literally cannot do this any other time. So Yeah, so we were already uh, forced to do this on a Monday night, which we have never done before, by the way. I don't think we've ever recorded on a Monday night. I don't think I need to explain to our listeners why that would be. (laughs) Yeah. So this is going to be a weird one. Yeah, my brain is pretty confused. Like, it's like, you don't usually make me talk to people on Monday nights. Especially this late on a Monday night. No, no. Like, I should be watching old episodes of Fringe by now, so. God bless. Um, So we're going to do this a little fast and furious. Uh, We're going to fight the storm. Those of you who make it through this, you're a true OG. Really appreciate it. Um, What loyalty. What I recommend is just sort of sitting back, closing your eyes, imagining you're in a spooky haunted house in the middle of a thunderstorm. And uh, you're trying to pass the time by listening to a couple of ridiculous people talk about hypothetical situations and argue about things as if they are something, when in fact they are nothing. Um, And to kick things off with those ridiculous questions, um, what do you think is the appropriate punishment for the person who decided to replace the lime Skittles with green apple Skittles? (laughs) Um, The appropriate punishment? Yeah, death by firing squad? Is that how we feel? Or just like, you know severe dry skin for the rest of their lives. (laughs) Oh, that's so much more creative than I was thinking. (laughs) Do you know, this is going to tell you a little about my brain, uh, but my first thought was, you know, this was clearly a team effort. Like, I think this, this was not a decision made in isolation. Yeah, but one guy made the final call. I guess the buck stopped with one person. Yeah, the buck stopped with somebody. Yes. Um, and I want to know what he deserves for taking away, you know, arguably one of the best Skittles of all time. I think that he deserves to never get to eat any other food ever again, except for green apple Skittles. Wow. Okay. What a creative way to starve someone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. Um, just because I love that you're, I love that you're on board with the fact that this man deserves a very severe and significant punishment. Oh, oh, certainly. Certainly he does. (laughs) I was afraid you were going to come in and be like, well, actually, Green Apple's not that bad. No, 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 no. He, he deserves a punishment. But the question is how severe. You said death death by firing squad i was i was trying to actually take it down a a small notch (laughs) got it got it got it you my energy threw you okay (laughs) cool 
I thought that was sort of a happy medium. Um, you know, maybe she, he should get fired. I, I don't know what's appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, publicly shamed, I think, is top of my list. Should we bring back the thing where um, they put you, like, in a stockade and then they nail one ear to it? Yeah. Okay. So when I said death by firing squad, <laughs> I was just trying to set up a parallel to the dry skin thing. I feel like I'm more on the dry skin. I did not think that anyone was going to be more adamant about this than me. <laughs> Should be fair, I, I'm not even saying this because I care that much about green apple Skittles. It's just, you said public shaming, and that was the first thing I thought of. Cool. Uh, <laughs> learn, learning a lot about Hannah tonight. Okay, well, I kind of thought, like, I mean, the dry skin thing is fun. Um, maybe it would be fun if he just, like, had a tummy ache a lot. I feel like, so here's my thinking. I feel like the punishment, it needs to be clear that that is what he's being punished for. It needs to be, it needs to be tied to the Skittles in some way so that he knows it's about the Skittles. Otherwise, like, he might just think, wow, like, I have IBS now and not understand that he's done something wrong. Have you seen that one Frankie Munez movie with um, Hilary Duff in it? No, I haven't. Does he get IBS? It's It's like Big Fat Liar or something. There's a man that they're mad at who lied to them. And so they um, put blue dye in his swimming pool, and his whole body gets dyed blue. (laughs) Okay. Um, And so I want to dye the man green. Oh, interesting. Like a green Skittle. All right. He would probably make that correlation. Yeah, I think so, too. All right. Well, I think that that's it. I think that's that's the the correct answer. We have to dye him green. We'll dye him green. Temporarily. Just long enough to learn his lesson. Sure. It just is like a public shaming. And then he'll have to explain to people in his life why he's green. Yeah. And he'll have to say, he'll have to own up to his errors in judgment. I like it. Cool, cool, cool. If your farts had a ringtone, what would you want it to be? I I wouldn't want it to be. (laughs) A ringtone, like, how loud are we talking? Like the... You know, the volume that a phone is. It's an alert, right? It's going to alert. (laughs) So not vibrate. No, it has to be a ringtone. But that would be You can add an additional vibration (laughs) pattern if you would like, if you want to get into it. But it's got to make a noise. Like a nice little ding. I mean, a cute little ding, short and sweet. Like, you know, just like a... Like a doorbell. Yeah, just... No, not so, even like ding dong, just like ding, just that little ding. That okay. would be that would be acceptable to me, I think. Would do you have an answer for this? I mean, ding is probably the answer. I feel like I at one point in my head thought of a funny one, but it's gone now. What if it was that song? This girl is on fire every time. <laughs> uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think any anything could be funny. Like, it's hot in here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> by, by Nelly could be funny. Drop it like it's hot. 
<laughs> well, there's like, move, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> so you're like just making your way to the bathroom and your butt starts yelling at people to move. Um, I kind of want it to be Smelly Cat from Friends. Oh my god, so good. That's probably it. Or like <laughs> the, like an ice cream truck jingle. So that people flock to you. <laughs> what like a funny prank. That <laughs> flocks to you and then instead of ice cream, they get your fart. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's a level of sort of devious that I'm not sure. I mean, you, if you want to get really meta, you could just make it a fart sound. It's true. But then... So basically you're 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 not allowing yourself to have silent farts anymore. Yeah. Honestly, the move is to make it the same ringtone, whatever that ringtone may be, for your text messages. Right. And then every time you fart, check your phone. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they just check your phone. Know. Actually, check your phone and then just like hold up a finger and be like, "I'm sorry, I have to take this." And then leave the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People will be very thrown about, like, why you're, it doesn't sound like it's coming from your phone. But, like, I think most people's brains would just not allow them to believe that music was coming from your butt. I mean, I don't think most people, if they heard Smelly Cat, they would think, did someone just toot, you know? <laughs> yeah. Even if faced with the smell of it, I think they would... Yeah. They would assume that one somebody had tooted, and also my <laughs> yeah, phone that's what I mean. Cat. Like people would not allow themselves to draw that connection. Yeah. Um, cool, cool. All cool. right. So for me, it's Smelly Cat. What's for you? Whatever my phone. Just your phone's ring. Yeah, I'm Got gonna it. do a, a camouflage scenario. Which breakfast cereal mascot is the hottest? God, I wish I had an immediate answer for this. I wish I could just be like, ah, it is, and then just like, blam, it's that person. It's Captain So Crunch. you did, I was like, so you didn't have a crush on Toucan Sam when you were a kid. Exactly. That's what I'm lamenting right now, that I didn't have a crush on any. Trix so, Rabbit didn't do it for you. I'm trying to think of them all. There's Captain Crunch. There's the Trix Rabbit. There's the Leprechaun guy. Lucky Charms Cat guy. Cat Chocula. <gasps> Tim. <laughs> so what we've learned is hannah did have a crush on a serial mascot and repressed it no what we've learned is that hannah had a crush on a serial <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's count chocula though i mean okay. all the way first of all it should be like a humanoid figure i think sure so it was kind of between him, Captain Crunch, and the Lucky Charms guy anyway, to begin with. Trick's rabbit is a rabbit. Got it. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I, was I was just going to let you ride that one out. <laughs> but first of all, vampires are sexy in, in all the lore. We know this, yep. you know. Second, his cereal is sexy, and I want some right now. Yeah, that's fair. Um, mine breaks the rules, so will you allow it? You can't, you're <laughs> making me, you're making me say whether I, I will allow it before you tell me your answer. Uh, it's the Kool-Aid man. What? That isn't the rule at all. <laughs> well, it's not cereal. 
Right. He's, he's a drink mascot. Um, but I've, I've always found it pretty erotic how he could just burst through walls. And you like his deep, gruff voice, don't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm into it. Uh, he just seems the most forceful. <laughs> Is it bad that I'm like, Captain Crunch seems too short? But the leprechaun? <laughs> oh my god, yeah! Leprechaun! Huh. More into the leprechaun than I am to Captain Crunch, because Captain Crunch also seems old. And, like, not into the military vibe. <laughs> Don't love a man in uniform. I like the tricks rabbit, because he was very mischievous. Yeah, I mean, He's I He's always see, playing tricks on people. I could see you being attracted to the tricks rabbit personally that's kind of what i thought you were going to go for actually because he's kind of cheeky and funny and yeah you know. playful yeah if, exactly. you, if you force me cereal only it's tricks rabbit okay but if you allow me the grace to go with kool-aid man it's kool-aid man i mean i i will allow you the grace to go with kool-aid man if only because our our world has no real rules here but especially today yeah. How are you guys liking that rainy, that rainy background music we got going on? My audio is all over the place. That weird background noise that I we had in the beginning, it magically disappeared around five minutes. Don't know where it went. I think my whole apartment was shaking. Don't know what's going on. You'll see it in the edit. It's the ghost. <laughs> the ghost is back. Um, so, so tell me what it is, though, that you want in your life from this, uh, from the Kool-Aid man. Tell me about the future that you have with him. Oh, I don't think I have a future with him. I just thought he was the hottest. So if this is a bang, marry, kill situation, I'm banging the Kool-Aid man. You're not getting married. Different question. Did you think he was the hottest after you came up with this question and you thought about it? Or independently of this question in the years growing up, did you just think he was hot? This question was posed to me. Okay. And my first thought was the Kool-Aid man. Got it. Despite the fact that he is not a serial mascot. It might be because he, in my head, is the most memorable food mascot. You know? I struggled for a minute to think of any serial mascots, I'm not going to lie. Other than Captain Crunch, who I did not find hot. Well, okay. I just wanted to make sure that... There wasn't a scenario where for years you just had a crush on the Kool-Aid man. I have man. not been pining for the Kool-Aid okay. man. Okay. I can confirm I have not been pining for the Kool-Aid man. Excellent. Um, I don't know. He has like a Tom Hardy vibe to me. <laughs> Is that incorrect? <laughs> you know, I tend to think of Tom Hardy as being a little bit more intense. A little bit I don't more. know. I, I think bursting through a wall is pretty <laughs> intense. Yeah, but he does it in such a happy way, you know? I, I, get, like, I don't know. I think the Kool-Aid man is a little brooding, and I'm into it. You think the Kool-Aid man is brooding, really? Yeah, like, powerful and, like, he's always alone. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, like, to be fair, you don't know who he's hanging out with when he's not bursting through those walls. Maybe, Maybe this is also why I'm a Hulk. Maybe I really just want someone to burst through walls. I don't know. <laughs> oh, that's true. You do. All right. So, gentlemen, <laughs> listen up. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I just, just imagine how beautiful my life would be with 
with uh, Count Chocula. First man, of all, he's a count, so he's 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 probably got plenty of money. He's probably got a castle. Yeah. Right. right? I know that he's a vampire, but he seems to only eat cereal, so I think we'd be okay. The bats in the castle are mostly made out of marshmallows. Yeah. I, I mean, again, this was just who you wanted to bang. I appreciate the fact that you have now created this whole life with Count Chocula. Very Taurus of you. Where, <laughs> where I'm like, who's the hottest? And then you paint me a picture about how you'd have a beautiful life together. <laughs> and me, Capricorn over here is like, no, 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 no. I don't want to date him. That's disgusting. Well, maybe it's easier for me to imagine my life with Count Chocula than it is for me to imagine banging him. Oh, I'm just here to, you know, objectify <laughs> some cartoon characters. Uh, that's what I like to do on Monday night, folks. <laughs> some people, it's football for others. Um, did you watch The Price is Right as a child? Or at any point in your life. Do you know what the price is right is? <laughs> I know what it is. I think I've seen, like, an episode. I know the rules are, like, price is right rules is, like, you have yeah. to guess how much it is. You can't, you go, can't over. go over. Yeah. Do you, At the end of the show, they have a final showdown. And it's, like, always, it's, like, the two people who've done the best. And they have a final showdown. And they have to guess the price of, like, the fabulous prize. And one person is always given, like, an all-expenses-paid trip to Barbados with, like, you know, a bunch of really cool stuff. And then the other person is like, you get this dining set from the 1980s. (laughs) You get some Hummel figurines. Yeah, and if you guess within $500 of your thing, you get both of them. Oh. Um, or, like, maybe $100. If you guess close enough, you get both. But it's, it's always, like, one's, like, very fat. You can always see the two contestants. Like, one of them is, like, yes, I got the good one. You right. know, because the other person is, like, and you got outdoor furniture that costs maybe $500. And the other person is, like, you got a $50,000 whatever. Why do they do that to them? I mean, so mean, in reality, they're closer in price than what I just said. Oh. But, like, often it's, like, ugly dining furniture, and the other one is, like, a new car. Got and it's, it. like, got it. yes, they might be similar in price. Like, they're both several thousand dollars, but, like, everyone wants the Corvette and not, like, a dining furniture set that they didn't pick out and probably doesn't match the rest of their house. Right. You know? Yes. Am I going to win a prize tonight? No. (laughs) That's not where this is going. No. I had to set up that very long walk that I hope (laughs) is good for the payoff. I just, for all of our international listeners who don't know what the price is right is, um, I know you at home are laughing, but we do have international listeners. Don't doubt us. We have listeners on every continent. Um, That, I'm not messing around we really do (laughs) um and so my question to you is what is the worst final showdown that could be presented to you so like think of a prize that is worth anywhere from 
twenty to fifty thousand dollars that someone could present to you, and you'd be like, Ugh, "Why?" Man, I think I know what yours is. You think you know what mine is? Yeah, I don't know what mine is, but I think I know what yours is. Well, I I want to hear your answer for me, obviously. A boat. I was thinking it had to do with the ocean, whatever it was. <laughs> Submarines too weird. They would yeah. never offer a submarine, but they but definitely boat. offered boats. Could yeah. you be, imagine being from like Kansas and someone offers you like you win a boat on the you win a boat? Right? Oh my god! And you what just you sell do? it immediately. Well, the thing is, you also have to pay taxes on all of those gifts. So if you get a fifty thousand um, dollar prize and the price is right, you have to pay a forty percent gift tax. Oh, so you're paying $20,000 for something you never wanted. And then you, I guess you can sell it, but you're not going to make back nearly as much as you would otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't use a boat. (laughs) Right. Could you imagine if someone gave you a $50,000 boat and then you were expected to pay $20,000 of tax on it? I would just sell the boat immediately. (laughs) I mean, immediately, I would. Yeah. Somebody else could get good use of it, and I would make $30,000. Yeah. And buy myself something useful. Yeah. Um. No, I can't imagine getting such a terrible gift. I will say, my first thought was something to do with, like, going on the ocean. Another thing for you, I think, like, um, like a refrigerator oven set. <laughs> Because you don't have a house. Right. <laughs> like, I we're both renters. Property. If someone was like, you won, like, this fancy new oven and, like, kitchen appliance set, I would be like, that's cool. I have nowhere to put it. Yeah. Well, when you said dining furniture, that was another strong answer, seeing as how I haven't had a dining room in a decade. <laughs> hey, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's pretty much anything house-related wouldn't. Where would it go? Wouldn't even fit here. Yeah, yeah, truly. Uh, yeah, couldn't I couldn't even take I, a car. Honestly, car would be fine. I would, especially in Corona times. Have, well, I've never wanted true. a car more. That's true. Than what? Than right now, I would be down for a car. I would be so down for a motorcycle. Oh, so I know down. you would. I mean, at this exact moment. Um, flights anywhere seems bad. Well, I was about to say, normally I would take that trip to Barbados in a heartbeat, but... Right. I think, honestly, despite corona, I feel like there's worse things than travel. Yeah. You know? Like... A boat. The, yeah, like a boat. <laughs> and or any sort of, like, ugly furniture or appliances I cannot use. Yeah. Like... Could you imagine if I got patio furniture? Right. (laughs) Okay, I'll put that in my single room apartment. Right, yeah. Like, I live on the fifth floor of a studio, like, in a studio apartment. I don't have a patio. Yeah, anyway. I I think we've done it. I think those are, like, the worst things that could theoretically be a prize on The Price is Right. By the way, this is off topic. But would you want to have one of those HGTV house things where somebody else basically redoes your whole house for you without taking into consideration, like, your own stuff? And, like, you have to just be happy with whatever they give you? 
I guess it depends on who the person is. Like, do I think the person, like, has a similar style to mine? If it was not? Queer Eye, I would want them to. Yeah, if it was Queer like, Bobby Burke, please. Yeah. Please. Yeah. I would get rid of all of my belongings if Bobby Burke just, like, came in and made my house spectacular. Yeah, yeah. I, like, feel a, a lot of sentimental attachment to most of my furniture, some pieces more than other. Like, I would be really sad if for some reason I had to get rid of my bed. True story, last night I had a nightmare that someone stole my bed. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's amazing. We did not talk about this beforehand. No. I did not think that this would, like, weirdly organically come up. <laughs> um, but, yeah, last night had a nightmare that I, like, walked... I didn't in my in my dream I lived in a an apartment that had more than one room and I came home and I was like in the living room and everything was fine and then when I was getting ready for bed I went into my bedroom and it was just an empty room and I was and my first thought was someone stole my beautiful bed and I was really sad in my dream. Oh. Well, so. I'm glad to hear that. You know why? Because it was a real process for you to get that new bed, and that means it's working out. Yes, getting my new bed was such a process, which is why I think I was so sad when it was stolen in my dream, because I was like, I can't replace this. It will take too much of my emotional wherewithal. But yeah, anyway, Bob and Burke can redo my room. I don't know any other HGTV and or interior designers, but I think... I, I have, I, you know, I, I have hopes that, like, an interior designer could maybe, like, work with what I have, with some of the pieces <laughs> I have, as opposed to just, like, you know, thinking I, I'm a hopeless cause and getting rid of everything that I own, but maybe I think too highly of myself. I would want someone to take everything I have and throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> and start totally from scratch. Okay, cool. Well, let's manifest that for Hannah. (laughs) Would you rather be forced to perform on a stage with no notice? So you're just somewhere and someone's like throws a microphone in your face and pushes you on stage and you just have 10 minutes to fill. Okay. Or get a period stain on your pants at work. I would rather the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. (laughs) I would I'm rather... surprised by this. Are you? Yeah, I don't. Th- I didn't think that would be what you said. I mean, what are the what's what's the context of their performance? I guess I'm not imagining it's like Carnegie Hall. I'm imagining it's just like some kind of smaller venue or something. What's I mean? What's the venue that we're talking? I don't. About? I mean, it's not a famous venue, right? But it's a lot of people. It's big. And what is the context in which I'm supposed to be filling up 10 minutes? You don't know. Someone's just put a mic in your hand and pushed you out on stage and said, go, go, go. Okay. Interesting. So there's two reasons that I went, that I said that answer. And I, I'm not even sure. I'm, I'm already even second guessing myself. I can, I can see it in your face. Well, <laughs> You're like, ah, what have I committed to? Well, no. So the thing is, the period stain is too real. The, 
the period standards. Hasn't it happened to you before or? Yes. Well, not at work, but at school. Yes. Two times. Um, (laughs) It's happened to me too many times. (laughs) And it's horrifying. It's so embarrassing. The thing is, if it happened to me, it's never happened to me as an adult. Well, like outside of like past, you know. Good for you. I mean, not not in a public, uh, like, no, it hasn't happened to me like that as an adult. I'm set. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Thank That's you. That's amazing. I didn't realize that that was such a huge achievement, but now I'm going to feel proud of it. You should. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> but I do understand, like, as an adult, like, at school, it's mortifying because you're like, everyone's going to make fun of you and you can't go home and you don't have a change of clothes and it's like you're trapped there and... It is different as an adult because you can just be like, excuse me, I need to leave. And then you can just leave. You're in charge of your own destiny. True. And you can, you're not stuck somewhere. And probably even if your coworkers did happen to notice it and you weren't able to like throw your purse in front of it and make a speedy exit, like they probably wouldn't laugh and point. I don't know. I don't know your coworkers, but honestly, I don't know my coworkers either. I've only worked with them virtually. Well, okay, that's fair. During coronavirus, during getting... Corona, you definitely <laughs> choose this option because nobody in Zoom can see below the waist. <laughs> I rarely wear pants when I'm working now. <laughs> yeah, this is obviously a non-corona time. Yeah, when you actually have to physically go into an office. But I think that I just have such like. I just have such bad, horrible memories associated with it that that's why I was like, oh, God, that's horrible. Yeah. The other side of it was, you know, I was thinking like, okay, you're pushed up on a stage. I was thinking of it as being kind of a smaller thing, like, oh, God, you're pushed up. You have to talk to fill time at some family event or something like that. You know what I mean? No. It's like a big concert or something. Like, it's a big... See, I feel like even so, I could just be like, hey, I don't know what I'm doing here. Somebody put a microphone in my hand and told me to say, like, to, like, waste some time. So here we are. Do you want to hear my Alanis Morissette impression? And away we go. You know, like, I guess there's a part of me that feels like the stakes would be a little low because, like, I'm not attached to this. It's not my performance and nobody expects anything of me. Mm -hmm. You're not afraid of going viral, though? What if people are recording it? I have to say, I am not afraid that anything in my whole life will ever go viral. <laughs> I am That's not afraid. I'm not afraid of being memorable enough for anything that I do to ever need to go viral. Okay, cool. So you're sticking with the the stage thing. I don't think it really makes sense to choose that answer. Like, I think it's too easy to get out of the other situation, probably. But I don't know. I just had such an immediate bad reaction to the period stain. Okay. I mean, that's a fair answer. You did not ask a question that I thought was very important, which I thought was very interesting. And to me, the crux of this whole question is... How big is the period stain? Okay, well, you know, your mind just fills in from memory. So, <laughs> yeah. So you did not ask that question, and to me, I've had such a variety of period <laughs> stain issues throughout my life that 
Like, if it's just a little dot in my actual crotch, no one's gonna see that. Like, I'll just stay seated most of the day, and it will be fine. Yeah, I did, I did assume it was visible. Right, yes. But then there's also, like, my entire butt looks like I, right. you know, murdered someone. Um, With your butt. Yeah, it looks like I'm bleeding out of my butt. Yeah. Um, and that's much worse, right? So, this is also a very difficult question for me to answer because I have never actually been to the physical office that I would work in. So I started a new job during quarantine. Right. So I have no idea who I sit next to. I have no idea how close my desk is to the exit. I have no idea, like, what my getaway plan would be. Where the bathrooms are located. Yeah. That, yeah, there's a lot of unknown there that's hard. So it's like, if I knew if I knew I could, like, get, an, like, an easy exit, if I could just, like, quickly send out an email being like, hey, team, really not feeling great, gonna work the rest of the day from home, I think that, or like, you know, hey guys, so sorry, an emergency just came up, like, I have to take the rest of the afternoon off, like, blah, 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 I'll be, you can reach me by text, whatever. That wouldn't be that big of a deal, it's just like, how do I physically get out of the building? If it's winter, it's fine, right? You just throw your coat on. You get down your coat, yeah. You're good to go. You know, it's got to be summer, it's got to be visible. Yeah. I think it's your purse. I think you throw your purse in front of it if you can't. Now, if it's on your butt, that's an awkward move. Yeah. I will say that, like, I almost always have an office sweater. Mm -hmm. Like a sweater that I just keep at my desk because offices are so frigid. Yeah. So, like, maybe I um, hold my office sweater in, like, a weird way or, like. Just tie it around your waist. That's what I did. I mean, like, that's what you do, but who as a hum- as an adult woman ever ties a piece of clothing around their waist? We got to bring that back. We got to bring back that, like, 90s, like, flannel tied around your waist look yeah. so that everybody has a cover if they need it. Right. Like, I think if someone saw me leaving the office with something tied around my waist, like, that would also raise some questions. But here's yes, but the it, thing. See, the thing is, it would raise questions, but they wouldn't have the answers, and that's better. Yeah, <laughs> that is better, yes. I, it also, I think, depends on how many women do you work with. My last job, the company was 90% women. If so I you can just period, say, yeah, like, I had my period. <laughs> I mean, we repped, uh, like, tampon companies and stuff. Right. It was not like a, I don't think it was would have been a huge deal at that company. Yeah, there are some places I've worked before where I could have just been like, oh my God, I leaked, you guys, I gotta go home. And they would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. But would you be at all okay with jumping up on stage and... See, that's the other thing. Whereas, like, I feel like I'm more comfortable just vamping on stage than you might be. You forget I was a theater major and uh, I was in a band. I mean, the thing is... Yeah, but you hated improv so much more than I did. Oh, I hate improv, but I... <laughs> I, I, I think that you're probably a, potentially a better performer than I am. I'm just much more comfortable with not knowing what I'm doing. <laughs> 
But I think I wouldn't think of it as I would have to perform. I would think of it as like, I would just talk to the audience because I'm, I'm just sure. as in the dark about why I'm there as they are. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you just think you would talk the whole time? I just think I would talk to them. I would start asking people in the front row questions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's basically what I would do, too. I would just start, like, telling jokes and be, you know, like, you know, are you guys excited to be here? Like, um, that kind of thing. So it would not be my ideal position, but I think I'm leaning towards the performance, too, just because, like, I don't, being on a stage doesn't really freak me out that much. Yeah, it doesn't really bother you. Yeah. I will say that, like, I assumed you would sing, but... That's maybe just my naivete. I mean, I might if it seemed appropriate. I guess I would have to try and read the room. I think when I mean I would start asking them questions, the first question would be, so what are we doing here tonight? You know, like if I was vamping before a TED talk, it's a little different than vamping before like Hamilton. Yeah. So, But if it was like a, if it was a concert, like let's say there was a musical guest afterward, would you sing? Oh, I was almost going to say yes, but maybe not because then they would compare me to the yeah. actual in what, professional. In what scenario singer. would you sing is my question. If it was uh, an, an, a night of acapella music, battle of the bands, or like professional karaoke, maybe. <laughs> it's like a church choir competition. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. Uh, that, that makes sense. The thing is, like, I feel like I don't have, this is going to sound bad, I feel like I don't have as many talents as you do. <laughs> you absolutely do. But a lot of my talents, I feel like, are not performance, like, I, I guess I'm just, like, not musically inclined, and I feel like that's the easiest thing to do if suddenly thrust onto a stage is to just start singing. I mean, neither of us, like, have a tight five prepared, which is the other way to go. So. Well, I did once uh, randomly enter a stand-up competition and win <laughs> on a whim. Of course you did. <laughs> so, uh, won $20. Uh, <laughs> so, that's what I would do. I would get up and start telling jokes. And they would, e they would either land or they would not. But that's what I would do. Um, because I would have no idea what else to do. What if we were both thrown up on the stage together? We could just do this podcast. Yeah, I think that's what we probably would do. See, this would be a great moment for us to be like, and we're doing it! Buy tickets <laughs> yeah. to our first live show! <laughs> but we're not doing that. So. No, we're not. We're, we're still in quarantine like all the rest of you. Also... We don't have any live shows, even if we weren't. Like, do you like how I just pretended, like, if not for quarantine, we would have live shows? Well, you're just doing that, and I'm over here being like, could we do, like, a Zoom live show? Where we... <laughs> Y'all would come see us, right? I know. Shh, totally. You, of course, yeah. you would. Anyway, moving on. Moving on. We both would perform something. We just don't know what it would be. No period stains for us. Far too uh, detrimental to our younger selves. Yeah. Um, we're going to transition into our Would You Still Go Out With Him? Would You Still Go Out With Him is our favorite segment. Yeah. So, perfect guy. Uh, you've been dating for, let's say, two months. 
he seems really great. Well, yeah. Well, I, I'm trying to think how long you should have been dating this guy. So you've been dating this guy and you come to realize that whenever he's really happy, he can't stop farting. So something about being really happy just gives him really loud toots that are, he just can't control and can't stop. Okay. That's it. Would I still go out with him? Yeah, would you still go out with him? How happy? <laughs> so it's not like an everyday happy. But like on your wedding day, he's going to be gassy, audibly gassy the whole day. Got it. You know, when his team wins a big game, it's going to be smelly. Can I just give him some gas X? No. Can I program it to be the smelly cat when he farts? No. Did you have gas on the mind today? Maybe. Um, <laughs> no, I wrote these two at different times. But it's the gaseous episode. Yeah, so the first time he tells you he loves you, he's going to do it while he's farting. Every happy moment you have with him, like milestone moments, going to be accompanied by very loud toots. So can't be, it has to be audible. Yes. Can't be avoided, like with medication. Nope. Um, when your first child is born, he's going to stink up the OR. I mean, that one actually doesn't bother me because there's a lot of gross things happening in that whole yeah. scenario. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's a shame. Like, <laughs> yes, yes, it's a darn on many shame. levels, is that a shame? It's a, it's a darn shame. It it does suck that that it would sort of mar the experiences of some of the happier milestones. Yeah. On the other hand, I can kind of also see it becoming like a funny thing like if like this an is, endearing thing yeah like like the the happy milestones you're talking about are like your wedding day or saying that they love you or having a child which means that everything in your life is so happy with this person that you're getting to these milestones like your your life is good with this person yeah that you're having these happy moments. And like, yes, it sucks and is probably kind of embarrassing if other people are around. Yeah. On the other hand, if it's just the two of you, maybe it's hilarious after a while, probably not the first time or maybe even the third time, but eventually it's like you present him with his birthday present and some vino and you know, you're like, today's gonna be a good day, honey. <laughs> like maybe- Well, I also, I imagine it, there, there being times when you think it's just like a normal day, like you're just cuddling on the couch and he right? suddenly starts farting up a storm and it's like, oh, you're just Aww. happy to be with me. Right? Like, you're so happy right now. You know, or it's like, like a you tell. know he's got good news coming because he comes home and he's just farting. and Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I'm just picturing the very quiet moments of happiness. Like you grab his hand and he's, he farts really loud and you're like, baby right. that's so sweet exactly like i kind of just think like everybody has their weird peccadillos and 
you stay with someone long enough, there are going to be things that annoy you. You're yeah. going to, there's going to be weird body things that you deal with, you know, yeah. like, I just don't think that that in and of itself would be enough to overlook uh, an otherwise happy relationship, I guess. Yeah, I agree with you. But I do like playing in this space. Wouldn't <laughs> it be really funny? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. It's yeah. You don't break up with someone because they fart a lot. Right. <laughs> well, when you say it like that, I was being like all serious about it and taking it very seriously. And you're like, you don't break up with someone because they fart a lot. Period. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, yeah. I just, I don't think you do. I mean, I think... The biggest crux of this question is, like, you know going in that this person is going to be audibly disruptive during a right. lot of important moments, really. It's not even about the farting. It could be, like, you know, could could you love someone who you know is going to erratically yell at, like, the most important, of, important moments of your life. And it's, right. like, if it's out of their control, yeah. it's not like they're being purposely rude, you know. It's just, like, they have a body thing. I do think it's interesting to think about, um, like, I was talking about how it could be a very endearing tell, like, oh, I did a small thing for you, and you're just, like, super happy, or you're just, right. you walk in the door, and you see me, and you start to, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, you get, like, you're away for two weeks, and then when you come home, you're super tooty, because you missed me a lot, or, you know, I call you on the phone, and I can hear you tooting, because you're so excited to hear my voice. <laughs> like, those moments would be really endearing. However... There's a flip side. Yeah, it's totally basically a lie detector test. Uh-huh. So, so it's like you're on the phone with them and you're like, okay, honey, I got to go. And then they start tooting a bunch because they know they get up, they get to get off the phone with you. Right. Or, or like they hug someone at like another woman in front uh-huh. of you and they start tooting a bunch. Like that would be not good. Um, yeah, but again, I mean, that's less about the tooting and more about them being attracted to another woman. <laughs> so, you know. No, it would be very useful to have like an indicator, like an infallible indicator of when your partner is actually happy. Yeah, truly. Yeah. And then there there might be times when it would be a tell in the other direction. Like you got them something for Christmas that you were really excited about and like and they he, didn't fart right could you imagine he doesn't toot one time on your wedding day right like, he doesn't love me this right. is a sham we gotta call it off like yeah the, the lack of tooting I think would be almost more telling than that's almost a more of a reason not to, to go out with him again because that would play some fucking head games that's with true. me like anytime he didn't toot, I would be like, "Are you unhappy? Are you sad? I don't, you don't love me like you used to." Because right. in the beginning, he's gonna toot anytime he sees you, right? Like he's oh. gonna be just so happy that you're around, and then slowly over stop. time, you will no longer be a toot like thing. Oh my god! And then he would—that's would, super depressing. He would start to realize that it's causing like actual relationship problems. So he would go on like a weird diet of like mostly beans and broccoli to make and, himself toot more uh-huh, often, right? So that you to try and to try and make you think he's happy. Wow, but he's really not. But he's really not <laughs> because he's not tooting, and he's got gas. I love the idea that he is no longer happy but wants you to think he is. So instead of trying to improve the relationship, he just eats beans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wow, what a journey we went on there. I, I still think say, I would go out with him. 
but it would definitely cause issues. I was going to say, I feel like his family would love you because they would know he has this issue and they would know that you're like overlooking it, you know? Yeah. And like cool with it. You would win all the karma points. You would win all the points. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think that's our show. <laughs> Is that how we're ending? About... What? I said, oh my God, that's how we're ending our show today. I think it's a great note to end that. We've <laughs> gone on a journey today. You know, we banged some cereal mascots. God, I want some Count Chocula so badly. <laughs> we uh, dyed a man lime green. My my husband is very tooty, but when I fart, it dings. Just a sweet little ding. <laughs> oh, you know, mine would be very interesting because I feel like I would fart and it would be Smelly Cat from Friends. Yeah. And then he would be so amused by that that it would make him really happy and then he would fart a lot. Yeah. And it would just be a cycle. It just goes round and round. It would. We would have no friends. Yes, but you would not have a period stain at work. And that's really the most important thing. You could just fart on stage and that could be like a magic trick. That could be my act. Yeah. Huh. Well, this was weird. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, not the worst. This is what you get when you find us on 10 o'clock on a Monday night. It stopped raining, at least. It did. Shelby's not usually even alive at 10 o'clock on a Monday I'm night. I'm going immediately to bed after <laughs> this. Uh, well, thank you, folks, for sticking with it. For sticking with us. If you made it all the way through this podcast, God bless. You love one of us or potentially both of us a lot. I hardly even made it through this podcast. Truly. But thanks for being here. Hope you come again. Like us on Instagram. Send us some of your funny hypotheticals. Play along at home. Do you want to do the thank you for the logo thing? I'm so tired. Because <laughs> usually you do the thank you for the logo thing and then I do the sign up. But thank you, Alice Fields, <laughs> for our logo. And until next time, keep fighting. Bye.